Hello and welcome to the weekly message podcast from Crozet United Methodist Church in Crozet, Virginia. We invite you to join us in person any Sunday for our contemporary service at 9.30 a.m. or for a more traditional service at 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org for further information. We hope you enjoy this week's message from Crozet UMC. Thank you, Sam and uh, McKenna. So I wanted to start off today by saying that I debate competitively. And usually, you only have about five minutes to spit out about one or two pages of random things. So I've worked on it with my parents, and hopefully I can keep this slow and not confuse anyone. So, let's start. Most of you might know me, but I am Jack Isley, and I usually work in the back booth, or you've seen me in the WCUMC videos, or playing around at youth group. So, if you listen to the scripture reading, then you can probably infer that I'm going to be talking about prayer. So, in the scripture, Solomon is dedicating this temple to God. He starts praying to God, asking him to listen to all people who are faithful and believe in him. He also says that God is just so great and powerful that he can't be contained in this one room. The main idea is that prayer is kind of a two-way street. Solomon is praying to God because he knows that he isn't just ignoring him. No. God has time and makes time for everyone. All 7.8 billion of us, he has time for it. Yes, I did look that up. (laughs) Another one of the ideas in the scripture is generations teaching generations. David taught Solomon to listen to the Lord and pray. This continued the promise from God to David. So there are people like my grandma who is here today and that really show this generations teaching generations. She is what we like to call in our family a prayer warrior. She has such a great understanding of the Lord and all that he does. She has a huge reputation for praying that people at her hospital when she used to work on the floor would ask her to pray for their loved ones, or pray for a patient, or if they couldn't get something working. Some of our family friends even ask uh, my mom to get in contact, and say they say, hey, can you talk to your mom about, like, uh, praying for this person or something that's going on? So one time, we were all, my family and I, we were all at Disney World. It was my family my aunt, and my grandma. And at one point, Lila Mae, who was only about five years old, uh, had to go to the bathroom. And my mom sat outside waiting for her. And when she came out, she didn't see her mom. And she just kind of wandered off. (laughs) Uh, Keep in mind that this is Disney World at night. And it is during spring break. So you can imagine that there are a ton of people there. 
So my parents started just freaking out. They were running all over the place with my aunt, looking for a security guard to report it to. And um, why all that kind of happened, they took me and my, uh, my other sister, Harper, who was about two years old at the time, and me, I was about six, make sure that we didn't get lost. She sat us down with our Grammy. And while we, I was sitting there, I looked at Grammy and I saw that she was praying extremely deep. And I had seen her and some other family members pray a lot, but not like this. She was trying so hard to contain her fear, but also keep speaking to God. And then when she was finished, she just looked calm, still definitely worried, but calmer. She went over to my parents, hugged them and comfort comforted them and said that everything's going to be okay and that the Lord has it taken care of. A couple of minutes, minutes later, my aunt ran up with May in her arms and everything was okay. That model and example compelled me to start praying myself. It took a while to understand it, but I learned from my Grammy and now I do it all the time. We also have talks about prayer and experiences. And this is another one of those things that helped me learn to pray the way I pray today. One of the most memorable times in which I have prayed and gotten the overwhelming feeling that God has got it and that he, he has it taken care of is when my family and our sister family, just kind of a family that we're all friends with, uh, we were all camping. And you're not going to believe this. This is another story of Lila Mae getting lost. <laughs> it seemingly happens a lot. So we were walking back from uh, the beach, and beachy kind of area, and uh, we were... It was like a thin trail and it was a really dense forest and there were all kinds of splits in the trails. And May was a little bit farther behind than the first kind of group. And she didn't see a turn that we made and she went the wrong direction and just kept walking. And we had made it back to camp and then we realized that she wasn't with us and that she's just gone. And everyone started searching for her and trying to figure out where she'd gone. And I kind of flashed back to the Disney incident. Uh, I remember how my Grammy prayed so, so hard and deeply. So I sat down and prayed that Lila Lane would be safe and that we would find her. And then maybe like a minute later, our friend's dad called my mom and said, like, I've got her, it's okay, it's all right. Amen. And uh, I wanna just say real quick that May, I love May, she's like one of my best friends, but, and th that's like two instances of where she got lost, really. That's like the only two times. <laughs> um, but as you all can see, it's incredible what God can do. And one of the other things praying helps me with is anxiety, and I have a lot of it. But when I pray, all that anxiety and fear washes away because I know that God has control of the situation now. 
whether it is school worries, May getting lost, or me deleting all my videos for a school movie project. God has got it. He will always have it. Um, and another part of prayer is listening. And uh, Lauren mentioned that during Children's Time. Uh, but to have a good prayer life, you have to open yourself up to listening for that potential response from God. And another thing is that I shared with you two examples of times that me or my grandma got that overwhelming feeling that God has got it. But sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you don't always get that overwhelming feeling or immediate response. But part of believing in God and the power of prayer is trusting that, it is, that he always has it in his hands. So something that I talked about earlier is how prayer is a two-way street. What I meant by that is that prayer isn't just you sending a message to God and him, reading it, and then just not responding. No. He sends a message back, answering your prayer. And if you think of a two-way street, then you have two paths where one goes one way and the other goes the opposite. That's what praying to God is like. It comes back. It isn't pointless, not at all. God will hear you and he will answer. I am really grateful that my Grammy was able to teach me this and I really hope that everyone can kind of have that Grammy or David in their life to teach them the meaning of prayer and the influence of it. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you found the message meaningful, and we invite you to join us in person as we gather for worship at Crozet United Methodist Church every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org to learn about ways you can connect with God and your neighbors through the ministries of Crozet UMC. Have a great week.